Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And today we are once again going to explore the imminent, not imminent, really depends on who you talk to, sale of WB Games, or under its legal name, WB Interactive Entertainment, out of the Warner Media Group itself, a wholly owned subsidiary of AT&T. Over the past couple of days, the Warner Media Group has been going through a tumultuous environment of executive shifting, the creation of new business divisions, and a whole lot of stuff that I read about in Deadline and The Hollywood Reporter. And honestly, I put aside because it was very interesting, but it's not really something that necessarily touches on the kind of pop culture elements that we talk about in this space. But over the past couple of days, a few things have happened. Now, if you aren't familiar with this story, one thing I would say is I have a couple of videos on this Over the last couple of months, there have been a couple of leaks that have suggested that AT&T is trying to move the WB Games asset, the entire business division, out of WarnerMedia. They're trying to sell it for about $4 billion, and honestly, they're looking for bidders. Now, when you go and you have a company, it's not just you go to the market and you look at companies to buy if you're one of these potential acquirers. The seller has to go through generally an investment banker, sometimes another collaborator that goes and seeks out interest in the sales price, in the asset that you have, maybe doing it a different way. It's a whole process. And so one of the things I said in these videos was it's going to be a long time before we hear anything about this. But a lot of folks aren't terribly patient about these news items. You had further leaks happen, which we also covered in this space, about whether or not Microsoft might step in because there was a leak in a website called, I think, The Information, which is a website I wasn't familiar with before that point in time, that said Microsoft had expressed interest. We talked in that video about really any potential acquirer that has the market capitalization, that has the cash or the stock on hand to make such a purchase. Of course, expressing interest if the price is right, but that doesn't mean that Microsoft or Activision or EA or Take-Two are willing to buy the WB Games asset for $4 billion. So really, nobody had anything to go on. There was no movement on this story at all. When this restructuring email was either leaked or deliberately leaked out to these various kind of Hollywood movie-facing publications. But what I wasn't expecting was how the video games journalism side of things would treat this information. So I saw yesterday a tweet from Shinobi602, and I don't mean to call him out. This isn't really his fault. He's repeating some of the language that appears in Eurogamer, which I think got this story almost entirely wrong. And he says in his tweet, WB Games seemingly no longer for sale, a recent email to staff indicates. It remains part of the studios and networks group, all focused on engaging fans with our brands and franchises through games and other interactive experiences, CEO Jason Kalar said. Now, that quote in and of itself, I understand how that can mislead people. If Warner Media or AT&T or heck, even WB Games itself had come out with a statement that just was focused on saying that we remain a part of Warner Brothers, I think you absolutely could read it that way to say, you know what, we are ending this entire sales discussion. If you remember when GameStop was trying to sell itself and it failed, they wound up having a little release that said we're no longer seeking acquisition partners, that kind of thing. But this statement was about so much more. This email was about so much more that one of the really interesting things here, and probably why you clicked on this video at all, is that I actually think it says the opposite. 
it to me as a corporate lawyer who's regularly negotiating not $4 billion deals, but multiple millions of dollars of deals, that what they are trying to do is preserve the existence of the asset to still potentially seek out an acquisition partner, if not already engaged with preliminary talks with one of those potential acquisition partners. But to get that context, we really have to dive into how this was reported, what the actual email says about things. So let's just look at those to start out with. So this is the reporting. This is Eurogamer. AT&T looks to have changed its mind about selling its gaming studios. Warner Brothers Interactive remains part of the studios and networks group. That's a new group, by the way, and worth noting. Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, owner of studios such as Rocksteady, NetherRealm, and TT Games, is seemingly no longer up for sale. Opening sentence. Reports came in last month that parent company AT&T, which acquired Warner Brothers in 2018, was looking to offload its gaming division for about $4 billion in a deal that may include a commercial licensing agreement where AT&T can continue to get revenue from its intellectual property, which of course makes sense because AT&T wouldn't be moving out its intellectual property along with the actual game developers and game companies. Now, however, so goes the reporting here in Eurogamer, it seems AT&T has reconsidered the sale and instead of selling off its gaming concern to help mitigate its debts, which are massive, instead it is restructuring the organization. This is such a massive misreading, and we will see when we look at the email, but this is an overall restructuring of the entire Warner Media Group. Interactive is not driving the changes here. To take this letter, to take this restructuring of a CEO that is three months in, that was essentially tasked with eliminating costs so that AT&T could get rid of some of its debt overall, and in this letter actually says, hey, we're going to fire a lot of people now, and we'll get to that as well, to suggest that that letter is at all focused on establishing for the press or the internal employees that Interactive isn't going anywhere is an entire misreading of the situation. The fact that they say that it remains part of the studios and network group is also important in the context of the letter, as we will see, because they are moving a bunch of stuff around and they are trying to establish that interactive won't be changing. And they've got a number of other quotes here in Eurogamer, but the headline items here are interpretive and they certainly aren't what those emails have to say. Now you can say, Rick, virtual legality, when you say it's now more likely not less likely that they will be sold. That's interpretive in and of itself. Absolutely. But I will tell you in this space, that's my opinion on what I can see. And I would never declare it to be something along the lines of is seemingly no longer up for sale. Right now, I think preserving that structure, showing that you want to keep that asset as a specific asset is something that suggests that you are still trying to shop it. It isn't seemingly anything. And in fact, I wound up responding to Shinobi on this particular point that I can't emphasize enough how little that restructuring letter has to do with the potential acquisition. If anything, the fact that they are restructuring and held WB Games in the same shape preserves WB's ability to move it if the right offer comes in. Understand this, right? We're going to look at that letter at the end of this video, but understand what is happening here. You're a giant company. You want to sell another giant company. It's smaller than you because you own it. But in order to sell it, it's going to take months and months and months of negotiation. And in those months of negotiation, the potential acquirer is going to look at things like the way the financial operations read, how all of this is structured, what asset they are actually going to be buying. And in that process, one of the things that you don't want to do if you are potentially selling a company is to massively change its structure. 
you don't want to change what everybody is looking at because at bare minimum, even if they're still interested after the restructuring, they go back to day one. They have to start over to figure out now what you are selling them. It's essentially like taking a product off the shelf, making significant changes to it, putting it back on the shelf and saying, are you still interested in buying it? Maybe they still are, but it means that they have to go back and start evaluating it from the start. And the evaluation process itself takes a long period of time. So when Eurogamer reports that it now looks like games is staying, mm -mm, not at all. When PC Gamer comes up and says AT&T may be keeping hold of Warner Brothers Interactive after all, I don't blame them for following along on this kind of line of reasoning, but for God's sakes, read the letter. And we'll get to that in just a moment. Now, one side I want to give a little bit of credit to is Game Rant, who properly focused on the fact that in this specific letter, WB Games doesn't actually have a change in organization. It doesn't have the cuts. It doesn't have the loss of executives that so many of the other divisions of Warner Media has. And so you wind up with this kind of article that says, well, that's really interesting. And others are reporting that maybe that means something about its sale. Some worried that Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment might be heavily hit due to ongoing discussions regarding the division sale. As we just said, that's exactly the opposite of what you would expect with a kind of hot auction process. You don't change everything. Everything pauses when somebody is potentially thinking about acquiring you. You don't take the car out for a joyride. You don't change how it looks. You don't change the fender. You just say, this is what's for sale. What do you think? That doesn't appear to be the case, says this article. In fact, Kilar even makes a statement that's leading some to question, not us. It's a little uh, weasel wording for journalism, but I like it whether a potential sale is even moving forward. He refers to 2000 software developers and describes how the opportunity to go global with that is very, very big. Now understand that. This is in the context of a different statement that he's giving regarding all of these changes. When you're selling a property or when you want to sell a property and people are thinking about buying it, what kind of wording do you use? When you're in a new house and the realtor is with you, what kind of things do they say about whether or not you should buy it or not? They say things like, wow, the opportunities here are just massive. You could blow out this wall. You could change this kitchen. This is going to be huge. So Kalar going out and saying, we have 2,000 strong software developers. They are going to have a global presence. This thing is worth so much money. Now, that doesn't mean we want to do it because maybe we're not interested in this business line anymore, but it's worth so much money, Microsoft. You should really take a look at this. You should really take a look at this Activision or Electronic Arts. This is exactly the kind of statement you would expect. And note very strongly that just saying that they are staying with studios doesn't mean that they're staying there forever. It's really no commitment whatsoever about their staying at all. Which leads us to the big letter at the center of all this stuff. And again, it was one that I read with interest because it's a very interesting restructuring but one that I also set aside as not relating to this particular story. Now, a number of people DM'd me. A number of people messaged me in Twitter and other various ways on my comments to my videos and said, Rick, what do you think about this? People are reporting that this means that WB Games is off the market. And I responded in the same way that you just saw me respond in my tweet, which was, no, it doesn't mean that at all. Uh, frankly, at kind of the neutral stance, it doesn't mean anything. It's a red herring. This restructuring has nothing to do with whether or not WB Games would be sold or not sold. But looking closer, if you actually see what they do, I actually think it suggests that they are in a process where there are at least nibbles on the line. There are at least companies that are potentially interested. 
if not companies that are getting pretty close to kind of signing the term sheet, having a deal in practice, even if it's not going to be documented for a number of months. So let's take a look at this article in The Hollywood Reporter. It says, Bob Greenblatt, Kevin Riley out amid major Warner Media restructuring. Warner Media is restructuring its executive ranks under newly installed CEO Jason Kalar in a series of moves that prioritize two-month-old streamer HBO Max and streamline the company's content operations. Warner Brothers and Sarnoff will lead a newly expanded content group, et cetera, et cetera. They're actually talking about the people moving around. But one of the things that's important to note here, right, is when Eurogamer reports on, oh, look, they talked about interactive and interactive won't be moving, that this is in the context of a whole bunch of moves, that it isn't just them coming out and saying, oh, we are no longer pursuing a sale of Warner Brothers games. This is one sentence really in a much, much longer piece. In order to get that, let's take a look at the actual memo. Hollywood reported us some editorializing, describes what's happening. But we can actually look at the memo that was put out by Kalar to his people at Warner Media. It has been a little over 90 days since I joined the mission and the team. These past three months have exceeded my already high expectations. As I shared with you recently, my bullishness about our future has only grown as I have gotten to know you much better and as I have gotten to know our company much better. As some of you may recall, I shared three thoughts with you on my first day email. So this CEO has been here only about three months, clearly charged with the task from the board and from AT&T to go and streamline operations, have a lot of debt. We bought this in 2018 and we want to streamline those operations. And he, on his first day, put out an email that said, hey, obviously, you know, getting a CEO installed in this kind of context, in this environment, is something that will fill you with fear if you have a job at Warner Media." So I put out an email and said, this is what I'm looking at. This is what we want to do. And he says, on that day, he said that History was filled with examples of special entrepreneurial companies that leaned into moments of great change. That means firings are coming, but certainly you want to put that as friendly as possible if you're the new CEO. That our taking smart and bold risks is important to the road ahead, and that I believe our company is filled with missionaries, people that are going to go out and be missionaries for the company and the company message. Uh, With the above context, I'd like to share with you some of the decisions I'm making. I believe it is vital that we change how we are organized, that we simplify, and that we act boldly and with urgency, that this current giant ship of state is too big and that we need to streamline it. We need to change it. To accomplish this, we are going to do the following. We are elevating HBO Max in the organization and expanding its scope globally. The big ticket item from this email and from this restructuring is that the Warner Media Group, Warner Pictures, all their television stations, everything else is going to be essentially deprioritized against Warner Brothers streaming initiative, HBO Max. That Warner and this particular CEO wants to put their eggs in the streaming basket, wants to compete directly with Hulu and Netflix and everyone else, and believes that HBO Max is the future for their company and their profitability. If you take nothing else away from this letter, that's what this is about. And so when you get Eurogamer articles, when you get PC Gamer articles, when you get all these references to the fact that this is about interactive, it's not at all. We are simplifying how we organize our studios. We're consolidating our international efforts. We are bringing our key commercial activities into one group to allow us to operate more strategically. Those are the big ticket items they are doing. But note how this winds up being portrayed in this email. We've got a new guy as general manager of HBO Max who will now be leading a newly created HBO Max operating business unit. They are creating a new sub-company within their company. They're going to report their financials separately. They're going to keep track of the assets and resource allocations at a new HBO Max operating business unit. 
and Sarnoff will be leading a new studios and network group. That's brand new. They're combining their production and programming capabilities currently spread across Warner Brothers, HBO, HBO Max, TNT, TBS, and True TV. They're trying to consolidate resources, essentially, to be honest, so that they can fire people because they see redundancies in how these things are separately managed, but they're putting them all into one specific group. So when you get down to this one sentence about interactive, it's in that context. Warner Brothers Interactive remains part of the studios and networks group. Now, what's interesting about that is, as you can see just above, the studios and networks group is, is brand new. Uh, so remains is probably not the right word in that email, but communications aren't perfect. They will be placed into the studios and networks group alongside everything else, along with our global brands and franchises team, including DC, led by Pam Lifford, and our kids, young adults, and classics business, led by Tom Ashheim all focused on engaging fans with our brands and franchises through games and other interactive experiences. Said another way, all that this specific letter says is that we aren't touching interactive. And that is exactly what you would expect to see from an asset that is potentially on the sales block. Warner hasn't come out, they haven't commented on rumors and speculation, but they haven't come out and disclaimed any of the rumors about their trying to move Warner Brothers Interactive. Those are legitimate rumors. Uh, there's legitimate smoke amongst those fires. Now, that doesn't mean that somebody's ultimately going to come to a price that AT&T and WarnerMedia are happy with for the interactive asset, but it does mean that this kind of sentence, this kind of statement in an email like this shouldn't be read to mean anything about the future of interactive. This is essentially trying to tell those employees, especially those that are specifically touching interactive, that nothing is happening to you. That, hey, yes, we are creating this new business unit. We're moving these things over here. Interactive is going under the studios and networks group, even though you'll note that the name of the group doesn't really suggest the efficacy of the franchise team, right? DC doesn't really fit in studios and networks. Interactive doesn't really fit in studios and networks. That's not a great name if you're keeping interactive around. Also worth noting. The rest of this email is basically about people moving around, getting new jobs, and then it finishes off with these kinds of thoughts. Simplifying our approach and narrowing our focus goes beyond, for example, having one content organization versus two. It also means that we will be reducing the size of our teams, our layers, and our overall workforce. It is difficult to find the appropriate words here to say, other than I am very sorry. And there are three significant leaders at WarnerMedia that are leaving at the same time. So, this is not a letter, a statement, a reorganization that has basically anything to do with interactive. They are just trying to itemize where everything is going when they are changing all of these divisions. When you have an internal restructuring of a multi-billion dollar company, then you look at it and you say, all right, we have to explain to the employees who they're going to report to, who the new heads are going to be, what the actual division makeup is going to be. And maybe all this is stupid. I don't work at Warner, but you have to communicate to your people exactly what's going to happen. And so in this email, you say interactive is going to be in this bucket, which makes sense. We're making two buckets and one bucket is HBO Max. Everything else that's not HBO Max basically goes in the other bucket. But it's saying it remains has absolutely nothing to do with whether or not we are trying to sell it. It means that for right now, we have to establish where it goes in our hierarchy. And so we put this out in a letter to our employees that got to the Hollywood Reporter and that was then commented on in places like Eurogamer that apparently don't have a corporate mergers and acquisitions person to talk to. And Eurogamer, just like I've said to everybody else, 
I'm more than happy to give quotes on these things. I don't think this is rocket science, but I'm certainly happy to prevent articles like this from going out into the world where people who are legitimately interested in these stories have to go out with a message like this. And I don't blame Shinobi 602 at all, but that I have to then come out and say, I think that's entirely wrong. That Eurogamer is entirely wrong in this reading, that they are suggesting entirely wrong readings to other folks, all based on a letter that basically has nothing to do with WB Games Interactive. So Eurogamer, PC Gamer, everyone else, look, I'm perfectly happy. Email me. Others have emailed me. I'm happy to give quotes on these things. At bare minimum, if you don't want to talk to me, totally understandable. Talk to a different lawyer. Talk to someone else with mergers and acquisitions experience who could look at these kinds of things and say, this is about a debt restructuring. The fact that the actual games initiative at WB wasn't touched is suggestive of exactly the opposite of what we want to go out with our headline, right? You didn't touch the asset when everything else in the company was touched. That that starts to look suspicious. And maybe I just see the world in a different way, but maybe these games journalism outlets should get somebody on their staff or just in their Rolodex, to use some old terminology, that can look in that other way for them and help these articles out. This has been Virtual Legality for today. I hope you liked it. It was a little bit of a lighter story today, but I do want to try to get better information out there to the most people possible. So if you like this, please like, please subscribe, please hit bells, tell people we're here, put it on forum posts, do everything else that you think might help engagement with this channel. I am very, very appreciative of the support for this channel. I do think today we are very likely to go over 20,000 subscribers, which is just, I can't even imagine that number. And certainly I can't imagine that number when we were only at 10,000 subscribers, not three months ago. So I'm very appreciative of everybody that's loved this channel, that has told people about it, that regularly engages with me in the comments to these videos and on Twitter and social media and elsewhere. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you saw this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to it as a podcast, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel.